Welcome to Gunfighter Cast. I'm your host, Daniel Shaw. Today's episode is episode number 38 of Gunfighter Cast, and today's date is January 20th, 2011. Going to talk a little bit today about Kydex. Probably going to be a quick show, and I want to start off saying that I apologize for not having one in quite a while, not since my interview with Rob Pincus have I put out a show. I have recorded one, but uh, I'm waiting on uh, something else to happen before I actually put it up. And I uh, figured I should throw something together now, because I've been working with some Kydex a little bit, making some sheaths. Nothing amazing, but we'll talk a little more about that here in a few minutes. Before we do that, I want to talk a little bit about SHOT Show. And more specifically, what I hope is at SHOT Show. Now, like I said, today's January 20th, and SHOT Show has been happening. I uh, have purposely not read anything, or been involved with anything, or looked at anything, or viewed anything, nothing at all that has to do with SHOT Show. Haven't seen what so-and-so's came out with or what everybody's doing. And I've done that just so I could record this and then tell you what I hope is at SHOT Show. And I should have recorded this last week. would have been a little bit better, but here I am. I don't know what you guys are hoping is at SHOT Show, but for me, I've been talking about this for a while, how I want that Walther PPS, uh, small frame, 9mm pistol, single stack magazine. Well... Smith & Wesson has the Bodyguard series, and I really like their Smith & Wesson Bodyguard, uh, the 380. Now, I'm not a huge fan of the 380. Uh, it's not a horrible round and not a horrible gun. I think that Bodyguard would do great for a lot of people, but I just really prefer to have something like that in a 9mm. just does a little bit more, and you can get a small gun for a similar price. Now, I've seen comparisons between that Bodyguard 380 and that Walther uh, PPS, in 9mm, and that 380 is quite a bit smaller. It looks really impressive. I haven't held one. I'm in Japan. Uh, they don't have Smith & Wesson 380s around here that I can put my hands on, unfortunately. Really cannot wait to get back to the States. I've got under two years left here in Japan, and I'll be back in the free world, and I cannot wait. So go ahead and write your congressman, tell him to bring Daniel Shaw home now. I'm kidding. I'm, I'm really not, but I am a little bit. But I'm not kidding. I'm, I'm totally serious about that. Anyway, I'm really hoping Smith & Wesson comes out with a 9mm in the Bodyguard series. Something really small that's similar to that 380, but just in a 9mm. And 9mm is not that much bigger than a 380. So I think it's quite possible they've probably been doing something like that. And there's a few other guns in that, that market, that area, as far as size and caliber, and being auto pistols. I really think that uh, they're due. I don't know if they are or not. I'm really hoping I see that at SHOT Show. I'm sure there's going to be lots of cool stuff coming out there at SHOT Show, but that's the main thing that I'm hoping for, is uh, a little bit more competition coming out in that area, because I'm not ready to buy a gun for at least two more years, or probably a little bit under two more years, and I might buy it you know, a few months before I head back. I would like to see some competition build in that market, so I have more options open in the small frame, very, very small concealable, uh, 9mm, super thin, single stack genre. You know, uh... I'm sure there's plenty of other things I'd like to see a shot go shot show, and I'll start watching the videos and start checking it out and seeing what's uh what has been introduced and what has been made better, and I'll get into it. I'm sure I'll probably talk a little bit more about that stuff later on after I gain that knowledge about what's up at shot show. I know I got some buddies over there. George Hill was uh gonna we were gonna start our our first recording of our ballistic theater, and that's what we're thinking about calling it. And I'll I'll touch on that here in a few minutes podcast where we're going to get together like once a month maybe even less than that but every once in a while we're going to get together and it's going to kind of depend on what movies are coming out and then we'll do some old movies and stuff but we're going to get together and we're going to talk about gun movies movies with guns in them 
gunfights, explosions, car chases, car chases with gunfights involved in the car chases, you know, that kind of stuff. And we're going to talk about what we thought about it all the way from the tactics used, uh, the plot of the movie. Uh, we're by no means movie critics, but uh, we like guns. We know guns, so we'll talk about how silly the actors, you know, their their way they're of handling the weapon uh, was or how great it was and something that went good. You know, we'll talk about that. And me and George have been talking quite a bit about that. We're looking forward to doing it. And uh, we were going to record the, the first episode of this really uh, last week or the week before that, but it just didn't quite happen. We couldn't do it this weekend because he's heading out to SHOT Show, and he's out there now, of course. I'm jealous, and I uh, just read on the Gun Dudes page that a couple of those guys, I think it was Carl and Stan, might be heading out to SHOT Show. Uh, that makes me even more jealous. I mean, if they let the Gun Dudes in, I mean, really, anybody can go to SHOT Show if the Gun Dudes are allowed to go to SHOT Show, uh, especially Carl and Stan. Anyway, jealous of that. I really wish I was there. I told the wife the other day that whenever we get back to the States, because I get back in around the early December of 2013, nope, 2012, and uh, I told the wife that, you know, as soon as we get back, we are going to SHOT Show. There's no doubt about it. We will be at SHOT Show. And there's nothing going to stop it. So line up a babysitter, line up everything. We're going to SHOT Show. It's just the way it is. And she was cool with it. And uh, she said, we better take the baby with us. We better take a babysitter with us as well. I don't know how she's planning on affording that, but it's going to happen. We're going to SHOT Show 2012. Or actually, I guess 13. We'll be there. It'll be a good time. But anyway, a little ways off for that right there. Uh, we got to dodge the end of the mind calendar and uh, 2012 and everything else like that so you know we'll see uh, if shot show even happens you know who knows might zombies might come who knows uh, but that's what i'm hoping for to shot show i mean there's probably other cool things that are going to come out but i really want to see smith and wesson bodyguard in nine millimeter that's it that's what daniel show wants what do you guys want anything that you were hoping would came out and didn't anything you that came out and you're really excited about it uh, something that you really want shoot me an email daniel at gunfightercast.com I'd love to hear what you're thinking about it. And it might be something that I didn't see. It might be something that I want as well. It might be something that you can buy me, and I'll tell you how it is. But anyway, I wouldn't be able to shoot it anyway because I'm still here in Japan. Now, I want to real quick, after I, you know, I've done talking about the SHOT Show thing, I sent you guys stickers, and some of those guys uh, that ordered stickers had to wait like a good month for them. And I apologize for that. I told you that in an email. But I, I sent you a Cobra Stitch bracelet with them. And almost everybody I sent a Cobra Stitch bracelet, uh, survival 550 core bracelet, if you will, it was kind of an apology. I'm sorry for not getting these stickers out to you. A lot of things were going on. wasn't able to do it. Uh, here you go. Don't be mad at me. And none of them were. I got emails back from people saying it was the greatest Christmas present they got. Uh, I got emails from almost everybody I sent a Cobra Stitch bracelet to. They just loved it. And uh, I used the closure, a 5 yen piece, which has a little small hole in the middle. They all love them. And what I'm going to do is... I got my camera set up and everything, and probably in the next couple of days, I will have a uh, video of how to make Cobra Stitch bracelets. There's a few of them out there, but what I found is I was looking to learn how to make a Cobra Stitch bracelet, little, these little survival bracelets. There was a lot of horrible videos out there. Now, mine may be horrible, but I'm hoping that it's going to be less horrible than all the other ones, because I know what I saw that didn't work for me and what I didn't know how to do. But since these things were such a big hit with you guys that I sent to, you were so excited about them, and you all sent me emails saying thank you so much for them. Uh, I'm going to show you guys how to make them. It's incredibly simple. It does not take a rocket surgeon or a math magician to make a Cobra Stitch bracelet. Nothing to it at all. Super easy. So you can look for that on YouTube here uh, sometime in the near future. And I'll throw up links on the Facebook and probably the Gun Rights Radio Network forums. And one last thing before we get into the Kydex. 
Uh, I just finished listening to Eric's podcast with the Gun Dudes. Not on the Gun Dudes show, but when the Gun Dudes were kind of on Eric's show doing the Black Rifle Five Day. I don't know if you guys listen to the Handgun Podcast. Good podcast. Go check it out. And if you don't listen to the Gun Dudes, you're missing out. Uh, there's a lot of laughs to be had. And some good information there as well. Eric went and visited uh, the Gun Dudes over Christmas and over Christmas break, I guess. And they recorded a Gun Dudes episode and they also recorded a Handgun Podcast episode. Uh, the Hangout Podcast episode was a gun rifle, or gun rifle, was a Black Rifle 5 day. They were talking about, they were making fun of me a little bit. And, uh, you know, I didn't appreciate it. Because they were talking about Krylon paint being a bad idea to paint a gun. Because they painted it and got a little bit scratched up. Now, that's just ridiculous. Okay, you, I told them, and I told everybody on the show before, you got to put multiple coats of your base color down. You're not going to just nick this thing against something and get a scratch on it. It's just not going to happen if you put... Uh, almost, and I'm talking about a whole can almost of paint on this thing. It's not going to happen. But then after they were busting on my Krylon and about how it gets scratched up and you paint over it or whatever, Stan backed me up on that. Stan said he painted some stuff with a Krylon and he loved it and looked great. Somebody else was crying because it got scratched up. I don't know. I wasn't paying attention that much. But Eric later on, when they're talking about different parts and sexy furniture and stuff for an AR, Eric says the beauty of the AR is that it's modular. Okay, it's modular. Now, you go pay an extra 150 bucks for some kind of super diamond print, blah, blah, blah. I don't even know what they call it. The silly stuff, the the titanium coating, the nickel kyad, the blah, blah, whatever it is. The stuff that's supposed to stay on there forever and never get scratched up that's somehow the factory puts into the paint. Uh, and the first time you bang it against something or you, or you just open up with the gun and you get it resting on something that's brick or concrete or metal that's beat up or the first three times you get in and out of a Hummer... Uh, the barrel's banging against it or, or banging against it on the way in, banging against it on the way out. You accidentally shut the door on the on the barrel. You know, it's going to be scratched up. It's just the way it is. Okay, I don't care how super duper your, your pain is on it. All right, even Tenifer can't handle all that abuse. But somehow Krylon's not a good idea. But I thought Eric said the beauty of the AR was that it's modular. Well, what is more modular than having a can of Krylon paint in brown? A can in black, if you're one of those weirdos who puts black on their gun. A can in tan, green, all that stuff. And you know what? I'm going to a snowy environment. Let's paint this thing a little bit white, a little bit a little bit of grays, a little bit of uh, uh, tans, maybe a little bit of greens, a little bit of browns to match my area that I'm moving into. Well, that's as modular as it gets, buddy. Spray it down with those colors of Krylon. Okay, you're going back to a jungle environment? Well, let's get some greens, some heavy greens, some browns, you know? Let's, let's get that in the gun. Oh, I'm going to the desert. Well, let's go with a lot of tan. All right, let's do that. There's nothing more modular and cheaper than Krylon. You guys are out of your mind. Krylon's the way to go. If you're painting your gun with anything else, you're wrong. Oh, and Tom, those scratches on your gun, that means you did something. So if you don't have scratches on your gun and you don't have any of that, you're not tr either, either you're not training hard enough, you're not pushing yourself hard enough, or you're not pushing your gun hard enough. Now go out there and get some scratches and think of them as a broken nose. Badge of honor. You want scratches on a gun. This isn't your granddaddy's shotgun that you want to keep in a nice lubed up sock, tube sock or something, or, or something to, and keep it all super clean and super lubed and never rust or anything else like that. No, that's not what these guns are for. They're tougher than that. Go beat them up. Go have fun with them. Don't worry about scratching it up. Scratch it up, just spray it with some more Krylon. You're good to go. All right, that's all I want to say about that. 
All right, we'll take a little quick break, and then uh, we're going to come right back, and we'll talk a little bit about Kydex. I'll tell you what I know about it. It's not much, but uh, I'll tell you what I got. All right, welcome back. All right, before I start start talking about Kydex, I want to mention something real quick. A few days ago, it really... I'd been thinking about it for a while, but a few days ago, I was getting Ken Blanchard. He's going to be on the show here sometime in the near future, at least. I hope so. Well, now you have to, Ken. I already said it. There you go, buddy. You're stuck. But he was on Skype with me. We were talking, and he was on his webcam. And uh, by the way, what a sexy man. Oh, did I say that out loud? I apologize. I'm sure Ken's blushing right now. Uh, at least I hope so. But anyway, we were talking on Skype, and... You know, I was telling him how I really enjoyed his show and how the way he he's always been doing the well, not always, but he's been doing the um, you know the Black Man with a Gun podcast, and he a while back started talking referring to it as the pro gun variety show. He's one man like me. I'm by myself. Uh, I don't get a lot of time to do it. I wish I had more time. School and everything else and work. I, I'm just not having a lot of time lately, and I'm hoping that stops here. In 1.5 semesters, because I'll be done with the bachelor's degree. All right, let's hope for anyway. Let's. Uh, I I have had a hard time, you know, getting on, getting up content as well. It's not just in the time, but sometimes when I have time, I don't know what I should talk about. In the past, you know, I've really covered training hard. I've covered basics hard. I've covered mindset. I think I could probably do some more on mindset. I've got some ideas of other things I want to do, but a lot of times they involve other people, and with my time zone, it's hard to do that. But what I was telling Ken was, man, I like what you're doing with this pro gun variety show thing. Because I need something like that. I need variety. If I just hit this thing and hit the basics all the time, which I think there's nothing more important in gunfighting than the basics. And I'll just tell you that straight out. There's nothing more important than the basics. You can go do all this high-speed, ridiculous stuff all you want. But what is going to save your life in the end is going to be the basics. Once you master the basis, the basics, you have mastered gunfighting. The ba- you will never master the basics. You never will. You'll never completely master them. It's just not going to happen. Basics, basics, basics. That's where it's at. But there's only so much that one guy can talk about by himself on a podcast with basics. There's a lot of other stuff that I want to talk about, but like I said, you know, it involves other people, it involves different things. And uh, so you, you might start seeing a little bit more variety, a little bit more stuff. Not that I'm going to get into politics, because I've always prided myself, and people have always sent me emails saying uh, they like that I'm no politics, just straight at it. And uh, I'm going to keep that. That's not going anywhere. Um, but I would like some other ideas from you guys. Some other ideas that you would you would might would like to see from Gunfighter Cast. Me and Justin told you guys when we first started this was your show. You tell us what you want. Tell us what you want us to talk about. We'll do it. Nothing's changed. Just still do it. Within reason. All right. There's some still restrictions. Me being active duty military, uh, there's only so much I can and cannot do. So uh, within reason, please give me your suggestions. Daniel at GunfighterCast.com. Would love to hear them. I've got a few ideas of my own that I'm going to start going into. And uh, I hope you like them. If you don't, sorry. You know, maybe it'll work, maybe it won't. But I gotta keep this show going, and I gotta keep a different, keep things happening, and keep it interesting. And uh, not only for you, but also for me. And uh, I have a great time interacting with you guys through email, and more mostly through Facebook. Thank you guys for all the work you do, and all the all the posting you've done on Facebook, and all the iTunes reviews. Awesome. Uh, but anyway, that's what I'm looking at. Talking to Ken kind of brought to light. You know, I need to move into that direction. And you know, he's 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 a leader. He's been doing it for a while. And uh, you know I'm gonna have to follow him. I think he's I think he's got the right idea. Being a one man show, uh, doing that variety show. I think that's what it's all about. And uh, I hope you guys stick with me and you like what I where Gunfighter Cast goes. And I really don't expect much of a change. And we'll still talk about gunfighting, which is what Gunfighter Cast is all about. But we just might have a little something else in there as well. All right. 
And depending on what that little something else is, will also depend on what you guys email me and tell me you want it to be or what you do not want it to be. Uh, will not be on politics, I'll tell you that, because I do love following politics and getting into it, but I'm not going to talk forever about the stuff. I, I, I could talk for hours about how the shooting in Arizona, I, I could talk for about that. I've got all kinds of views on that. I'm pissed off about it. I'm pissed off about that guy. I'm pissed off about how we're already pushing for laws for it. Uh, I'm pissed off that nobody, nobody seems to see that if they... There was a guy who pulled out a 30-round magazine and a Glock or whatever it was he had and started shooting people at a tea party event. How fast would that guy got shot? I've been to tea party events. All right? I, I've open carried. I've concealed carried at tea party events. Okay, A guy pulls out a gun and tries to start shooting people. Yeah, he might get a couple of folks, but he is going to have a bullet-riddled body in a matter of seconds. It's just the way it is. I, I Maybe I'm wrong for saying that. Maybe I'm not. You know, he just messed up a lot of things for a lot of people. And not to mention uh, the lives he ruined, the small girl he killed and everything. It's just atrocious. And uh, I hope he just suffers to the full extent as he can possibly suffer before he leaves his world. But anyway, let's get on to bigger and better things like Kydex. All right. And leave that guy alone because uh, I guess we need more gun control to keep that, keep that from happening. Maybe that's what we need, more gun control. Let's, uh, let's stop that from happening with more gun control. Uh, what I think they should do is probably make murders illegal. We should make it illegal to murder people. Yeah, that, that would probably fix the problem. All right, anyway, Kydex. Talking about Kydex, you know, I had been reading on the Gun Rights Radio Network forums, people talking about working with Kydex. I had read a few times on paracordsecrets.com about how to work with Kydex. And I had talked to a few folks on Facebook just in chats about working with Kydex. And people posted pictures and stuff. And I was really impressed with the work they did and how easy they said it was. And I was a little bit skeptical. Uh, I got on knifekits.com, looked through there, ordered about four or five sheets of Kydex. One little sheet of foam because it said I needed it to mold my Kydex. It didn't tell me how much I needed. I, I could do sheets with that, but I didn't know I could do a holster with one. But there wasn't a whole lot of instruction for me for getting into this stuff. I mean, I, I looked around, I googled some stuff, and I couldn't find a whole lot of information. So I'm going to tell you guys right now, make it easy for you. If you want to get into uh, molding Kydex, it's not going to be specific, but I'm going to tell you basically what you need to get into it. And I have as bare bones as you can possibly get. My little recording studio here has a couple of uh, styrofoam things Velcroed to the wall. Uh, these styrofoam, it's, it's uh, packing from a Pelican case. Velcroed to my wall for sound treatment so I don't get too much of an echo. My desk is a just a piece of junk little desk it's not a workbench which i plan on building soon but on this bench i have a drill i have a heat gun i have a dremel tool i have a razor knife and i have a little fishing box that i moved around some of my fishing tackle uh to use it for my rivets and that kind of stuff for my uh my um drill bits and rivets for my uh kydex that's all i have a heat gun dremel drill kydex rivets and uh, I guess the, the cedar, the, the die, the rivet die, so I can seat the rivets. And I uh, bend those and everything. That's all I got. I don't have anything else. I don't have a workbench. I don't have anything else. I don't have a garage. I don't have anything. I sit back here in a bedroom, in a closet, which is where I'm at, uh, to record this and make my Kydex stuff. And I do it all right here. You don't need anything. I had everything that I needed. The only thing I had to do, I ordered about four or five sheets of Kydex. I ordered uh, rivets, which are, and this stuff's very cheap. We're talking like $4 to $8 for a sheet of Kydex. 
uh, the foam was about six bucks or five bucks. I ordered only one the first time and I made a mistake there. I should have ordered two of them so I could compress them together, put them between two pieces of plywood or something like that so I can compress them and have a vise, which I don't have a vise. I'm not there yet. I'll tell you how I can make my sheaths right now. This is so ridiculous, so easy. Um, and I haven't made anything amazing, but I think it looks good. And uh, it impressed my wife. She saw one of my things. She was like, uh, wow, you made that just now? That's really good. And she was completely impressed. And uh, you know what? If the wife's impressed by you making a Kydex whole sheath for a knife, you know what? You've probably, you've probably good. All right? I'm just saying that. But uh, I'm back here with my heat gun. And I heat up some Kydex. I bend it in half. I'm ready to make a sheath. And uh, actually, at this point, I think I was outside doing it because I didn't have this little closet here all for myself. And uh, so I mold this Kydex, and I'm ready for a sheath. And then I realized that I don't have a die to seat the rivets. I thought I had ordered the right thing, but I didn't order all the right stuff. I needed to get the die and the punch and everything to seat the rivets. So whenever I had my knife sheath almost made and I was ready to put rivets in it, I realized I had to make another order. And I'm in Japan. Knife Kits is not in Japan. So I make an order, and about a week and a half later, it gets here. And that wasn't Knife Kits' fault. That's my mail system's fault. Uh, so as soon as it gets here, you know, I start putting some stuff together. I throw some rivets in something, and I put the rivets in backwards, and I did stuff all kind of stupid. Didn't know what I was doing. But through about, I'd say, an hour of trial and error, I knew what I needed to do to make a knife sheath. I ended up trashing one half of a sheet of kydex because i screwed it all up but then my next sheet was sheets coming out looking freaking decent all right not amazing i would pay money for some of them maybe a small amount of money not a large amount of money but not horrible at all they look good for somebody who didn't know what they were doing just started complete novice did not have a facility to do them in barely had the tools to do it and all I did was have to go buy a heat gun, paid 25 bucks for it at the PX. Uh, I ended up spending about, I think, $70 altogether on knifekits.com, the first order, uh, because I got the rivets and everything. And uh, my second order, I ended up spending about, I think, $40 because I got dies and uh, the punches and everything I needed to see the rivets some of you guys already have that kind of stuff I don't have it um, And I bought drill bits the first time which I really didn't need to do But I didn't know enough to know what I didn't know So I bought the drill bits you can look on there and look at the sizes of the rivets and everything uh, If you want and if you got drill bits to match that it really doesn't matter You don't need to have any specific kydex drill bit a drill bit is a drill bit. It'll work uh, unless you're dealing with steel or wood, but when you're talking about plastic, like Kydex, not that big of a deal. So check that out. Uh, you could probably save a little bit more money than I did, and I ended up spending about, eh, I don't know, maybe 150 170 altogether, and it was spread out over time. And that's counting my heat gun that I had to buy. Not bad at all, and uh, I started making cases, you know, sheaths for knives. Uh, I've got some ideas for holsters. Uh, iPhone, whenever I get hold of an iPhone that somebody has is broken, I'm going to make an iPhone case out of uh, like some digital Kydex, some, you know, like Marpat digital camis. Uh, wouldn't purposely, purposely, I personally put that on my cell phone, but some people would love that. You know, I, I'm gonna, it, it's not that complicated. It's really not. Uh, my wife told me she wanted a beer can holder or like a beer bottle holder, like a holster. And she told me she wanted a bottle holster to put on her hip. Like she was just joking. But if I gave it to her, she would probably use it at times. 
and uh, I'm going to make it somewhere. She can just clip on to something and hold a bottle. Maybe it goes on the stroller somewhere or something, but it's like a little clip, easy to make. It's so easy to make little clips, little stuff like that. Nothing hard about it at all. Uh, it'll amaze you how easy it is once you start getting into it. Just before I started the show, I was, you know, should I record now or should I make a pouch for my grizzly? And I, I do, I dip grizzly a little bit right now because uh, you can't get stateside Copenhagen. And I, and I do not prefer the taste of formaldehyde, so I run with a grizzly right now. Uh, so I, I was thinking about making a little grizzly case before I started this, and I decided I would go ahead and do the show. Um, speaking of in a plastic case, well, guess what? That plastic case is moldable. You can make cool stuff out of that. I've been saving my cans so I can make stuff out of them. Laundry detergent. Uh, cases that it comes in the bottles and the, and the containers that it's in it's a little bit thicker plastic that stuff is completely moldable you can make stuff out of that when the zombie apocalypse occurs and you can't order kydex from knifekits.com well go grab all of your surf or your uh gain detergent bottles and there make all kind of cool stuff out of that all you want knife sheaths anything you can do that with those things really cool and uh th that's just things that i've learned in the past maybe three weeks and it's uh, some more stuff that i got to experiment with, but it's so much easier than you think. I am a guy who doesn't have a tool shed, doesn't have a garage, doesn't have a basement. I don't have anything. I barely have room to do anything. I'm in a two-bedroom apartment-type tower thing. Uh, baby, wife, and then a son here that some other, time, uh, other times of the year. No room for anything at all. And I can throw together some Kydex sheaths in no time. So if I can do it... Any of you guys can do it. And I am both by no means uh, art all by any stretch of the imagination. So that's that's Kydex. You know, make sure you don't do what I did. Make sure you get the dies. Make sure you get the dies and the punches that match the rivets. And do yourself a favor. Get the good dies. They're out of stock on one of them. I forget the exact size. But don't get the the crazy expensive dies. But don't get the the handheld punch ones. They're they work. They do work. But I have found that, uh, but they're not much cheaper. But I found that the one that I can put in the guide, I have a, a guide that works for both sizes. And the guide costs every bit of like $7, a little piece of metal, U-shaped, nothing to it, two holes in top and bottom. But it just lines them up so perfectly. And it just makes them look so much better. I barely have to tap them with my little three-pound hammer, which I didn't, I thought I was going to need a three-pound hammer, but I didn't at all. I could have done with a much smaller hammer. And I did buy that. It costs, I think, maybe... Uh, 400 yen out at the uh, monkey store out in town So I guess I could add that to my total price that I've already discussed, but that's pretty much it I mean, it's just it's so easy to get into and uh, Once I get a little bit better at it. I plan on making a couple of videos and showing you guys how to make some things and I Like I said, I'm not amazing at it right now, but I've made things that I'm proud of and I've only made two or three things It's just it's not that complicated and I hope you guys get into this Kydex thing and stop paying 40 or $50 for a holster that you can make for 3 bucks. You know, I mean, when you look at the price of some of these nice sheaths that I've made and some things, it's if I would have bought something like this from a store, I'd have paid 30 bucks for it, 40 bucks for it. But I made it for, like, 4 You know, I mean, you, you really, we can do this. So, uh, you know, I'm all about, like I said earlier, talking about the basics. You know, if you can take care of yourself... Do it, but by all means, you know you got a product you like, buy it. I don't want to break the economy because everybody's buying Kydex and making their own stuff, but we got to keep the gun economy going. You guys that like to reload, you guys that like all that stuff, get into Kydex. You know it's fun. 
Let's get some more options out there. Have some great ideas. Next thing you know, you got a website. You got a business. Next thing you know, you're 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 giving Gunfighter Cast a ridiculous amount of money because you're getting rich, and he introduced you to this. You never know. So uh, by all means, get into the Kydex. Check it out. I hope you guys enjoy it, and uh, hope you give me free holsters and stuff. That'd be cool too. Uh, but anyway, you guys look forward somewhere in the near future. How to make a Cobra Stitch bracelet and work in a little bit with Kydex. All right, and I uh, hope you guys enjoy those videos. And I hope you've enjoyed this show. I know it hasn't been much to it. Uh, what I wanted it to be was just talk about a little bit something about what I've been doing, what's been going on, and let you guys know that Gunfighter Cast is not going away. It's still here. It will stay here. It's not going anywhere anytime soon. And I've just been really busy. Haven't been able to get into it. You probably hear somebody crying in the background right now. But stay with me. Don't leave me. Keep downloading, listening, and subscribing. And I will keep putting them out. And I'll keep appreciating it. And thank you very much. But until next time. Podcast. Now.